Blog Talk Radio. Flurry, you better grab a life vest. Did I lie? Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. Pull the mask off. People aren't going to like what they see. Looks going to look like flesh on the outside. You rip it open, it's just circuitry and wires. If my plan works, think of this. I'm going to be off the block from a guy who put on a carrot suit, took an avocado bath, took a chum bath, and sat out of an HOH competition all to get me out. Hello? Will? Yeah? Hey, it's Boogie. Hey! Check this out. Unscrupulous and unexpected. It's time for another summer of Big Brother. All right. Hey, welcome everybody to the Big Brother After Show. I'm your host, Sam. As you know, you've been following this thing. We've been doing it week after week after week. We do Thursdays and Sundays. Thursday's a huge show, man. I really enjoy doing it because... Uh, you know, a lot of cool things happen on Thursdays. We get caught up on everything, and everything is just kind of, uh, you know, all the stuff and spoilers have been going on, the conversations going on. They kind of all get caught up at this point, and we know what's going on. Everybody's aware of it. So without further ado, I think I, think I've, I, think I have a weird message from above about Shelly staying in the house. What is that? Oh, it's angels singing. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Doesn't that sound wonderful? I told people on Twitter, I said, Clay is going home. And people wanted Shelly to go. And I get it. I get it. I understand why you want Shelly to go. We're going to talk about everything that went on this week. But, you know, Guys, listen, I mean, you've got a version of this show when you watch it, uh, you be entertained as a viewer, and you have a certain aspect where you where you want to, you know, play the game a little bit from their shoes as a, a strategic point of view. But I really think that this all works out for everyone. I know you, some of you hate Shelly. I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, I'm not sure that Shelly going home would have been really good for this season. Uh, you know, she is the kind of player that if she gets her head out of her ass, let's be honest, I hate to say it like that because this is a, this is a, a uh, family-friendly show, but if she would get her head out of her rear and she'll get competitive and get refocused and vengeful, that's entertainment for us. I mean, that's good stuff. I mean, if you're a viewer, this is exactly what you should want. I know you don't, but we don't always know what we want. You know, we know what we want, but we don't know what we should get all the time. And I think that Shelly is really somebody that needs to stay in this house to make this season really take off. You know, we talked a lot about it. And I keep bringing it up, keep bringing it up. But I want to validate the fact that we did talk about how the the um, house was going to divide, and I think it's officially divided now. 
you know, even Julie's talking about, you know, James's side and all this other stuff. Um, so we we definitely have the division there that we wanted. I wanted it to be Vanessa Shelley divide. You know, I'm not always the sharpest uh, or the brightest uh, bulb in the tanning bed, but I felt like there was a division coming, and I really thought that it was going to be Vanessa and Shelley. It kind of happens, but sh- but Vanessa being what I feel like is a smarter player, you know, kind of starting to mend those bridges, realizing that she needs Shelley in. She did a lot of good, great work this week, and we're going to talk about it a little bit. But I want to talk about, you know, uh, what we are going to discuss tonight, which is basically all the happenings that's been going on in the house. I'll be honest with you, not a whole lot. I mean, uh, you know, I could probably end the show in five minutes if I was a little less long-winded. But, I mean, really, there's not a whole lot going on because it's a lot of vote talk. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of flip-flopping back and forth. But at the end of the show, of course, towards the end, we always do this on Thursday. Um, uh, Big Brother Online uh, releases their power uh, player, power player, player, pickle, pepper, power player rankings. And, uh, you know, always like to mess with those because we disagree usually on that pretty heavily. Um, And I'm going to probably disagree with it. I usually don't look at it until – right about the time I'm about to read it, because I don't like to have anything pre-prepared, which is probably a bad thing. But, you know, I like to kind of see it right when I'm talking to you guys so I can kind of make my quick judgments on it. So we always talk about, like, their their top five or six power players in the house right now. And I have a feeling I know who the top two are going to be, and I really don't know that I'm going to agree with it. Um, And I'm going to kind of explain why here in a second. So anyway, you know, we got James in the HOH position, very powerful position, Meg, his um, gremlin, I guess, uh, you know, discussing everything that they should be doing. I dislike Meg, uh, not personally. I don't like dislike anyone personally but on the game, but I do dislike her as a player. I just, I mean, why are you listening to her? She provides you nothing. You know, I talked to you guys last week, and I said, Meg is the worst person to have in your alliance. Not only does she have no idea what she's doing, no clue what she's talking about, but she's going to provide you absolutely no help. She's not going to win a comp. She's not going to – did you guys see – and, we're, of course, as we're going through, you know, we're going to keep up with the HOH comp. I don't know if we'll be able to um, to do it all tonight because last time we did it was a lot of fun to go all the way until the end. But i got to be honest with you, these comps usually go a little longer. I'm not sure that I'm going to have it live. But what I am going to do is keep you updated live, and we're going to talk about that. Everybody's pretty square, but Megan, uh, as I was saying, or Meg, as she likes to be called. Anybody see her walking at the end of this show when they were doing the comp? I mean, let me tell you something. My wife has a 90-year-old, 98-year-old grandmother who needs a walker and would be walking much faster than Megan is on that floor right now. Like, and I know that's slippery, but you're young, you're spry, you know what I mean? Like, you should be able to hustle up and down that thing, at least make an effort. And, I mean, she is going slow as molasses. I mean, it's 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 pretty pitiful. And and like I said, to go back to my original point, James hanging out with her and, you know, listening to the things that she's suggesting and all that. Listen, buddy, she's just not going to provide you any kind of substance. There's nothing there for you to latch on to. You're not having a showmance with her, uh, you know, I don't have yet to see you guys do too much hanging out. That's really that serious. You got to cut her, but you got to either just keep her in the dark and let her be a vote for you, or do something else. Now, uh, and do something else, meaning my next point. 
you know, HOH, you know, a lot of people feel like HOH is the, is the time for revenge and the time to re- control the house. And, you know, I'm kind of of the old school that you don't win an HOH unless you need to. When you know you need to, you need to do it, and you need to do it 100%, and you need to make sure you pull it off. Um, it's just one of those times, you know, kind of like the, uh, you know, I kind of like a hybrid Dan Will mix where you really don't feel like you need to win it until you need to. You know that you're in trouble, and towards the end is when it's really important, especially when you can play the back-to-back HOHs. I think those are the – I think you go all out to win the second to the last HOH. I, I think you go 100% to win that to make sure you get into the final final three. But – because you're going to be able to play it the next week, so it's stupid not to. But, um, you know, HOH to me right now, as much as it's about, you know, I'm glad that we saw the house flip. I told you guys – Every senior, every season has a has a very important point in it where it balances on whether or not the house is going to flip, and we did get to see it this season, and I hope that it works out the way that I think it will. I think things are going to get hectic, um, but let's talk a little bit about James's HOH and 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 you know kind of where we come from over there. James is a hero. I get it. I completely agree. I think he was the greatest person to win that comp at that moment. So one thing that this season really, truly needed, not to necessarily get rid of Shelly or Clay, but just to switch shift power in the house for a week. Now, the one thing that I, I, I really cannot give James credit for, and one thing that aggravated me, is that I feel like when you win HOH, is a time to make connections. HOH is a time where you can move at a, at a position of power and talk to people around the house and start making deals and alliances. I think it's the utmost importance that if you're going to be an HOH, that it's not wasted. And I don't mean wasted on somebody that goes home that doesn't get blown in your hands. That's fine. That's probably the safest way to play an HOH. But it's the biggest time for you to make deals with people. And one thing I saw James really, really fail at is to make deals with people. I mean, James, I mean, God bless him, but we're in a situation where we're watching James basically be pretty clueless through the game. And, and you know, I think a lot of you guys thought I was going to change my opinion. Well, he won HOH, you know, I'd get these little messages. True, he did win HOH, but, you know, i got to say I don't think that he is really aware of his surroundings. I think when it's really obvious in his face, he's all about it. But I think when he – the rest of the time it just seems like he's really kind of tuned out. Things that are told to him are like a surprise – you know what I mean? Like, oh, Shelly and Clay in a relationship. Oh, no shit, really? Yeah. You know, I mean, not that it's to that extreme, but it's just, you know, the twin thing and all this other stuff. Where are you at in this game? Because although you can win comps and although you made a power move and everybody is thankful for it this season, well, most of us, I think there's a Shelly and Clay love fest groups that are out there and, hey, man, I like y'all. But I'm just saying, you know, when people don't like Rachel, the Brinchwell army gets upset. You're going to get upset. But, whether, you know, from a viewer standpoint, it did shift the weight in the house, and it did make the house a little bit more interesting, and it does make things better. But, you know, when I look at w- the way he's handled things, you know, like when he was safe on the block and, you know, and and he threw the POV, you know, it was just kind of like, and, he, and Johnny Mack won it from Austin, I think the dice thing. I mean, just kind of like, okay, well, I'm good, so why try? And I think sometimes James is not quite on top of what the game is for the next step. I really, really, really would have would have liked to have seen James make a deal somewhere. Make a deal with Shelley. 
Make a deal, especially if you know Shelly Stan, especially if you know Shelly Stan. Now, is it going to be any good? No, because she's going to feel like she owes you a backstab back. But maybe she doesn't. Maybe she wants to go after a stronger player like Vanessa. Maybe she wants to, you know, get rid of the twins or whatever. You know, you just never know at what point in the week something happens and people get in a fight. But I still would have secured something up with whoever I thought was going to end up staying. And I sure as hell would have made a deal with Johnny Mack. That's the guy I would have pulled in. I would have looked at him and said, I don't see a solid alliance, even though we know he's he's pretty tight with with everybody. But I would have probably looked at him being in the house, not knowing what I know as a viewer, and said, you know what, this guy I don't see in an alliance. I don't see him hiding up in anybody's HOH room. I don't see him talking to people privately. And I know he can win comps. And maybe he just is trying to lay low, only engage when he needs to on a competition level, but maybe if he had somebody that had his back, he would go balls out and win some HOHs, you know? So why not look at, you know, making a deal with Johnny Mack? I mean, you know you're going to have Jackie. You know you're going to have Meg. That's going to be a noose around your neck. But you could have reached out to Johnny Mack and really shored that up because Nobody knows where Steve's at, and, of course, Steve seems to have his loyalty towards Vanessa, which is an interesting concept. That's an interesting, too. Um, We'll talk a little bit about Vanessa and Steve later, but uh, you see all this stuff going on, and maybe he doesn't know that Steve and Vanessa, but he just never made the approach to people one-on-one in a comfortable environment, laid back, no no, uh, BSing. Let me just talk to you about what I'm thinking. Johnny, you're a strong competitor. I don't know that you're in with anyone. I'm kind of assuming that you're not. But here's the deal. When this HOH is over, I'm going to have people coming after me. When this HOH is over, I'm going to need to have strong people around me that want to go to the Final Four. I'm not going to offer you a Final Four. I'm going to offer you a Final Two. And I think he should have secured it with Johnny Mack. I said it Sunday. I know you're probably tired of hearing it. But I can't stress enough how I think that he did waste his HOH, primarily not making deals and not talking to people one-on-one. Uh, and I know that Clay and Shelley kind of bombarded him, but uh, bombarded him, but at the same time, you know, you should have really been pulling people in one-on-one to talk to people. Uh, it's, it's just, I don't know, I don't like James's play there. That's why I'm pretty sure, and like I said, I haven't looked, but if, if James is in the first top two of the power rankings, Yes, he had a good week, but I really don't judge it as a great week. He put a huge target on his back, made no deals to secure himself, made no new alliances with the power he had. i got to give him a big thumbs down for that. I appreciate what he did. I appreciate him stepping up to the plate, but at the same time, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we talked about a little bit of this week. We talked about James's HOH. When it comes down to the action in the house, not a whole lot. I mean, I hate to tell you that. Um, there's a lot of back and forth of why we should keep Kelly, why should we should keep Clay. But anybody else find it really, really interesting that we had to pull an HOH house meeting on who we were going to vote for? I mean, that really kind of threw me off a little bit. And I think I'm real Vanessa. That kind of really would have pissed me off. I mean, somebody tell me who am I going to vote for, what's it matter to you? I mean, we're not in an alliance anyway. When has Jackie and Vanessa ever been in an alliance? I mean, I know they shared an HOH, but let's get real. When has Vanessa and, and James ever had a serious conversation about anything? 
Why does she? Why do they feel like that they've got to do this to make a whole house rule so that they can get Shelly out? And it's almost like if you go against that, then you're you're the scrub of the house. Well, guess what? They've had a scrub of the house. It's called the Sixth Sense. You just didn't realize it because you weren't winning nothing. And I hate to be blunt about it, but these guys were playing the game. You have the Sixth Sense to me that was playing the game, and everybody else had just thought it was an individual gameplay situation. And just because your brain didn't wrap around the fact that there are other people who are working together doesn't mean that you feel like you should reset it and say, hey, you need to vote out Shelley with the rest of us so we're all on the same page. Why you, Why I got to be on your page? And who's we? You got a mouse in your pocket. Who's we? Because I'm not on your team. I just thought that was ridiculous. I think these house meetings are, are stupid. I like how, you know, and I, I'll say it and I'll back myself up. I like what Shelley did with Audrey. I think it really kept blood off her hands, and she really made it feel like it was a house thing, and I think she needed to do that at the moment because I think she was gaining too much power, and I think it was a big move for her to kind of say, hey, look, you know, why don't we just get rid of every, somebody everybody wants to get rid of? And everybody said, okay, cool. I think it was smart on her part. It was, you know, she could have, it was too early to put up big power players. You might as well just go ahead and get rid of somebody who's just kind of dragging dirt. And let it be that way and, and set it up that way, and then nobody's mad at you. I think Shelly did the right thing on that one. But Jane's trying to do this, and Jackie jumping her two cents into it made absolutely no sense to me. They should have just let it roll the way it rolled. Guess what? James is in that HRH room telling everybody we need to send Shelly home. Jackie's jacking that jaw talking about how Shelly needs to go home. She's the threat, yada, yada, yada. And guess what happened? There was a unanimous vote for Clay to go home. Unanimous. Now, you tell me when that developed, because I, I mean, maybe that was something on the feeds that I missed, but I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. Um, just as an update on the HOH competition, looks like Johnny Mac does have the fullest one. Now, just to talk on that for a second, we can take a break. Johnny Mac would be a great HOH winner right now, just not because I like him, and God bless his family. They retweet me all the time, which I really appreciate, but... Um, it's one of those things where I think he needs to make that decision. It's time for him to make a decision. It's time for him to get off the fence and, and play his game. I think an HOH for Johnny Mac would be really awesome. Um, and I think it would, it would – you know what? It's, it's, I mean, admit it where you want to admit it. It's better than a Jackie win, and it's better than a Shelly win, in my opinion, because I don't know really where Johnny Mac's head's at. Does Johnny Mac go after strong people? Does he put – James and Shelly up together. I mean, maybe Johnny Max playing Johnny Max game, and you know he's done with being put up as a pawn. It's time to him. So I actually would be okay with the Johnny Mac uh, win uh, tonight, just to kind of see what happens. But his does look the fullest. Um, but back on the conversation at hand, which is what was going on this week. I just, uh, like I said, I just don't understand the whole the whole group meeting. I don't understand this whole thing about. Uh, people trying to, you know, make sure everybody's voting the same way they are. I don't – I I think it was just dangerous and it was stupid. I don't think it hurt Vanessa at all, but I'm still amazed that we had a House meeting over Shelley being voted out, and what we ended up with was a Clay vote out unanimous, which just blows me away. Um, I don't know. Um, I think, think, again, Shelley's the best person to stay. Entertainment-wise, um, strategy-wise, she was the best person to go home. Uh, for us as viewers, I'm telling you, I think Shelly staying in this house is going to be a good deal. I think it's going to work out great. 
I think it's going to cause a little bit of drama. I've told you guys before, and I, I want to reiterate it. I really do believe that showmances that start in that house are, you know, are actually a weight on the stronger of the two. It was a weight around Rachel's neck. It was a weight around Jeff's neck. It was a weight around Lisa's neck in three. It was a weight around Janelle's game in season six with Michael. All these showmances that start, although they're great, and Allison, and, and I think his name was Nathan in, in season, what was that, season four? Allison ended up being a, one of my favorite female players. So it's one of those things where, you know, they get into these relationships, they feel safe and comfortable, they lay in bed all day, they chit-chat, they talk about their families, they talk about their futures and all the kids they're going to have and what kind of dog. And then when that's stripped away from them, the stronger of the two just gets stronger. And it's, it's almost always the female. And they just get stronger and they get hell-bent and they get ready for drama. And I just hope that Shelly keeps her focus because, like I've said, in the past we've seen women who are in showmances that are left behind get really mean and dirty. And they really start playing the game hard. And I think Shelly has every capability of doing that. I don't, I, you know, I'm watching the feed. Shelly's given her 100% out there to try to win this HOH. You know she wants revenge. And she may say she's forgiven, but she hadn't forgotten. I got to say, though, let's just, just to talk about Shelly before I go to my callers. Man, I, I got a feeling of unstability here. I think she's a little unstable. I mean, we get the letter from her dog. And you know what? I said this on Twitter, and I, I, I want to know how many of you guys agree with me. Uh, and if you want to call, of course, you can be part of the uh, call fest here uh, that I'm going to go to in just a minute, 917-889-7084. Look us up on BB After Show on Twitter. That's at BB After Show or the Big Brother After Show on Facebook. You can always send me messages or whatnot there. Um, but, you know, I'm amazed at the fact that we did not see James's HOH room. Did anybody notice that? We didn't see any pictures. We didn't see – I don't recall it. Now, if we did, the guys on the on the line can probably correct me. Mr. California, Ms. Chicago might be able to say I'm wrong. But I don't remember seeing his HOH room at all. And yet I've got to hear a letter from Shelley's dog. You're going to tell me that's not right? I mean, I had to endure a letter written by a person pretending to be a dog to Shelly so that she's happy. And I like Shelly. Don't get me wrong. It's not personal. It's just stupid. And yet, James is HOH and against How about this guy has a daughter? He's a correctional officer. He, uh, you know, he's got, there's pictures of him giving his daughter a bottle and, you know, taking care of her. I mean, just real, really sweet, sweet photos. And we get to miss all of that because we get to see Shelly, you know, and but we get to see Shelly's dog right her. I think Big Brother dropped the ball big time on that one. I, I think it became – I know there was not enough time, but you know what? You can always fit five minutes or five seconds, 30 seconds somewhere where you can show that and show what kind of person James is. And he sounds like seems like a real stand-up guy. And I think it was just really awful that he didn't get to – you know, viewers didn't get to experience his HOH room and get to know him a little better. Um, but we get to see Shelly's dog, you know, letter, which is just beyond me. Um, <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, um, I just wanted to bring that point up. Uh, of course, you know, there's a lot of, you know, Shelly and Clay saying they don't deserve it, they don't deserve it, they don't deserve it. Um, and 
Whether they did or not, I don't know. A lot of people say they lied. Some people say they didn't. You're playing the game. It doesn't matter if you played with integrity. We talked about this last week. It does, integrity doesn't matter. To complain that you played with honor doesn't matter. I don't tune in to Big Brother to watch you win with honor. I don't tune in to Big Brother to watch you win with integrity. And I know there's millions of people out there that feel the same way. To bring integrity and honesty and loyalty into this game is just foolish. It's a waste of my viewership and your time. If you're going to do that, you might as well just play it like newlywed game or something weird like that that, you know, old people watch. But, and no offense to, oh, I'm going to have to write apology letters to people in nursing homes. But it's the truth. I mean, this is not a game for integrity or honesty. And uh, it's quite frustrating when people want to use that. I, but I, I just really feel like Shelly's a little delusional. You know, I, I feel like this whole thing with Clay is just not going to work. I mean, I could be a fool down the road, but I'm telling you guys, he's going to go back to Texas A&M after being on TV for seven-something point million people, a lot that are females, and he's going to go with a good demographic of between 18 and 30. That's a great demographic for that fella. Let me tell you something, that's a great demographic for him. So anyway, he's a cutie, you know, and he's got the hairstyle of Ken and, you know, the body of Ken. And, you know, he's going to get out of that house and, hey, he's going to get back on that Texas A&M campus. And life's going to be real good. Life's going to be real good for Clay. One thing I will guarantee you, Clay will not sit in his dorm or apartment and will not cry that Shelly's not there. He's going to do his interview and he's going to go home. He's going to get on that campus. There's going to be a drinking festival there's going to be a, a pub crawl or something, and he's going to have to beat the women off. Well, that's probably the wrong thing to say. He's going to have to push the women off of him because the guy's going to get completely just stormed. And Shelly just needs to be realistic and say, you know what, that was a fun time with a young guy. I feel good about myself. It helped me, my securities, you know, my insecurities, because I think she's got them. Everybody does. But, you know, that made me feel good about myself, and, you know, we're <laughs> – I just need to take it as it comes when I get out. If he calls me, he calls me. You know, if he returns my call, fine. I bet he returns her call if she wins. <laughs> Every young man loves a woman with a lot of money. I mean, let's be real. Uh, he'll probably call her when she if she wins that night. Uh, her phone, uh, when they get back together, it'll be a strong connection when she wins that check if she does. <laughs> it'll change everything. But I just feel like she's a little delusional. I think Clay had feelings for her. I think Clay does care for her. But I think Clay probably realizes once he gets home that it was what it was. You know, look, I think June, uh, June Sung said it too. The, you know, when Clay gets into the fight last, uh, I guess it was, was it Wednesday night? Uh, anyway, when he gets into the fight and, you know, wants to argue with people and Shelly's chasing after him and snapping at him, let me tell you. You don't, you don't, you know, I mean, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're trying to tell your dog to quit barking at the door when somebody rings the doorbell. You don't do that. You know, I don't do that. I don't do that ever. I do it to my kids, which is a point to make. You know, that's something you do to children. It's something you do to dogs. Not something you do to somebody that's going to be feeling like that they're an equal partner in your relationship. I just feel like, you know, there's some issues with Shelly that Shelly needs to work out. I love her as a game player right now. I'm, I'm cheering for her, actually, a little bit, not 100%, but I'm, I'm on board for her because I think she's going to bring drama. I hope she does. 
I'd love to see her be the Janelle 2.0 that I think she will be, or has the potential to be. Let me correct. But, you know, snapping at the person you're with and dating. Let me tell you something. You know, it's like The Bachelorette and Bachelor. My wife loves those shows. She gets me all into them. We watch them. I won't lie. I love Bachelor in Paradise. It's one of the greatest shows on the earth. I love how just they put crazy people in one place, and they just let them date and get jealous of each other and start yelling and fighting. It's awesome. Okay? Let me tell you something. I work nine to five, five days a week. That is what I need to get through my week. But anyway, uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of the crazy there, and, I, and that I'm I'm down with that. But I think there's a, a delusion that she really thinks that this is going to be a relationship. And talking about kids and stuff like that, it's just like this bachelor bachelorette thing. It's great when you're going all over the world and all over the planet. And I'm going on a little rant here. I know. But it's great to go to, you know, London, and it's great to go to Ireland and Paris. And, oh, my God, live in these nice hotels for, what, how long did they date on that show? Like a month or two? You know, and go, oh, you know, live in a Vanderbilt house. Why not, you know? But realistically, that's not life. Life is not you living in and going all over the place and going to Paris and going to, you know, all these beautiful places and seeing castles and having dates like that. Life is you get up and nobody's wearing makeup, and the guy walks around all day in his underwear. As soon as he gets home from work, he takes off his pants and walks around in his underwear. And he grudges you out. You know, gains a little weight, doesn't really try that hard anymore. Girl's like, whoa, wait a minute, this is not what I expected. That's real life. You know, and I know that won't make Bachelorette and Bachelor, you know, any better, because it won't be entertaining. But it's the same thing with Shelly and Clay. When they get out of this house, they were to date, I just have a feeling that it's just not going to be the same. It's not the same. You're going to have two different interests, two different things going on in your life, two different places in your life. She's established. She's a working woman. I imagine she probably makes a decent salary on her own. She's got a dog that can write to her that says something to me, that says that she's got enough money to buy a dog that's literate. But at the end of the day, it's just not going to work between them. And I think she really believes that it will, and that concerns me for her mental stability, but it makes me very excited for her mental instability. Do you catch what I'm laying Are you picking up what I'm laying down? I'm good with that. I'm completely fine with her being a nut job, but she's a competitive nut job, and she's a vengeful nut job, and I hope that it carries over for the rest of the season because it's going to be awesome. Um, anyway, like I said, I guess we know the Sixth Sense is – I think the Sixth Sense is dead. I'm just kind of running through my notes before I take calls. I think the Sixth Sense is dead. You can try to put Vanessa and Shelly back together. I don't think it's going to work. Something else is going to happen. Shelly's going to throw Vanessa under the bus as soon as she gets the opportunity. Uh, Vanessa's going to do the same. When she gets the opportunity and Austin, Liz, and Julia are just going to sit there being the glue of whatever is going on because I don't, I don't know that they're involved in too much other than just staying off the block. Uh, one thing I want to do, though, I want to give Vanessa a lot of credit um, because I feel like Vanessa did a really, really great job uh, at realizing that if Shelly went home today, that Vanessa would be the target tomorrow. And that's important to know. That's important to realize in this game. One thing I will give Vanessa credit for is I do think Vanessa thinks ahead, uh, something I don't think James does, as we talked about earlier. I think Vanessa's always looking to make that extra deal She's always looking to keep safe for the next week or two. She's always looking for, you know, a little bit of the power side to kind of rock with and be solid with. Uh, she skipped over James's nominations 
which is crazy that she was able to get away with it. Really, the best nominations that James could have made really were Vanessa and Shelley. She skates through despite the fact of sending Jason home uh, and putting him on the block. But it's one of those situations where she continues to kind of land on her feet. But I, I have got to – somebody's got to send her that uh, song by Frankie. Frankie says, relax, you know, relax, don't do it. She's got to relax. She's got to be cool. She needs to know the definition of what be cool is. Because right now she loses her crap when she gets into HOH. She panics. She gets in a really panic mode whenever she's in power. And it's just – and I understand why people want to mute her when she's on the TV. It gets a little bit ridiculous because she will bounce in 54 different directions and never know where she came from. And it's it's a little bit overwhelming. Um, and I see that with people that watch the show, and I understand it. But this situation with being able to save Shelly, and I want to give her credit for saving Shelly. I think she did. I think she was able to work angles. I think she was able to plant enough seeds to save Shelly. And then we got a, a not unanimous vote for Clay to go home. I give Vanessa a ton of credit for that. And and I just have to say, I think that she's one of the stronger players, but this panic attack she gets when she's HOH has got to end. It's not anytime soon, unfortunately, because I think she would be a very, very dominant player right now. But I do give her credit for thinking way ahead uh, and doing it uh, and doing it the way she's doing it. Listen, I got lots more to talk about, but you know what? I got a good phone calls. Uh, let me take. Actually, you know what, guys? I got a new uh, commercial. I'm very excited that I got it, and I've heard it, and it's absolutely my favorite commercial we've gotten. Uh, you know, they, they're supposed to send me, like, a new one every couple of shows, and they have it. Some of these are just are even older, uh, but we finally did get one in, and I absolutely adore this commercial. I think you'll love it. Uh, stay tuned, folks. You live in, listen to the Big Brother After Show with Sam. When I come back, we're going to take calls from Mr. California and Ms. Chicago, your favorites. We're going to talk about what's going on and get their kind of feedback on the show tonight see what they think is going to happen in the HOH competition. Uh, and I'll have some more updates when I come back. i just got to actually look at them. So hang in there, folks. This is the Big Brother After Show with Sam. We'll be right back. Give me some of the easy good meatballs off the bone. Baby, I'm hungry. I said, baby, you hungry. Let's head to Mr. Squiggs and get us some ribs. 10, 17, South Edipo. I need that S-P-R-I-G-G-S. When I'm dealing with Mr. Squiggs, I only deal with the best. Gotta have that S-P-R-I-G-G-S. Call 
I gotta let that song play a little bit. That's one of my favorite jams right there, Doobie Brothers. How about that Spriggs Barbecue commercial? Is that not great? I, I swear, I swear, that is my favorite commercial they have sent me so far. Uh, didn't send me a phone number, but they did give me an address, uh, 1017 South Air Depot Boulevard, Midwest, Oklahoma, 73110. Of course, we go all over the world, so we get a lot of you know, commercials from all over the place. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be good barbecue. That song is that song makes you want to eat, you know, meat falling off the bone, man. Don't it? I mean, it just makes you want to go out. USDA grade A prime beef and pork and just smoked. Oh man, barbecue sauce, honey hush. That's good stuff right there. Let me tell you. Uh, so go see them. Go give them. A, uh, I think you heard the number on there. Hopefully you wrote it down if you're hungry for barbecue. They're closed right now, though. I'm going to have to hit them up for lunch tomorrow. Uh, of course, you know, I've always got my special guests that come on here, Mr. California and Miss Chicago. I always take Mr. California first. He's on the West Coast. So I want to try to get him back for the show because I think it's about to start for him. Uh, but he had asked me last time, he said, you know, you didn't give me an intro song. And I said, you know, you're right. You're right. And I need to make a better effort at that. And so I did. I got him his intro song. So from here on out, this is how we're going to introduce Mr. California. I hope everybody's ready for this because you know what? I actually love this. Hopefully, hopefully it transferred really well. But I want to welcome my friend, Mr. California. California, how you doing, buddy? I told you I was gonna get you an intro song. I got you something that grooves, man. That was good. Yeah, man, that's gonna be your new intro song. I told if you let me tell if you call this show on a regular basis. Of course, we got a couple people that say they're gonna call. They get scared and they don't. But if you call and you keep calling and you're a regular person, you're gonna get an intro song. So that is your intro song, Mr. California. I hope you like it. I do. All right. Thank you. So, Thank you so you're much. You're very welcome, sir. You're very, very welcome. So we got you a nice group coming in. Now give me something here. We're talking about the James HOH. We're talking about this uh, this competition that's going on for the next one. And, by the way, there are five people tied, and I'm trying to see exactly who they are, the five people that are tied. And you may not know what's going on. They're doing a another endurance HOH, which is going till you know, late after the show. But it looks like Julia, Liz, Shelley uh, are in the lead with Becky, and Johnny Mack looks the fullest right now. But it's it's definitely a five-way tie uh, with Shelley right in there. Are you scared of Shelley becoming HOH, or you would you like to see it? I want her to go. I want her, Vanessa, to go. Ah, you wanted Clay to go home tonight. <laughs> yeah, I want Vanessa or, or Shelley to be in there. to go. Really. Now, what is it about Shelly that you don't like in the game? What is it about her that, that you just can't take? She she doesn't hold any accountability for her actions. That is true. That is true. I mean, there's a lot of acting like everybody's picking on her and how life isn't fair for her. And I think that I think that kind of annoyed everyone that watches the show. But, I mean, you know, you can, 
Here's my thing. I like the fact that she's competitive. I like the fact that I think she'll bring a little bit of drama to the show. I like the fact that Clay went home and it's going to cause her to be a little more fired up. I mean, why? Are, let me ask you this: Why do people seem to be afraid of the drama aspect of the show? It seems like it seems like what's best for the show isn't always what fans want. Why do you think that is? I mean, do you just is the type of thing where you want to cheer for people that you like and not for people who make the game better? I think that yeah, I think you I think you just hit it on the nail on the, the hit the hammer on the nail right there. Yeah, I just you know people fall into a serious like you know it's like Zach. I was not a Zach fan. I am not a Zach fan. I can't stand the guy. Let's just say it bluntly. I don't like Zach, but he had so many fans last year. And I guess it's just because if people like you, they want you to win despite the fact that you may not be the best player or you may not be the most entertaining player, you know, and I find that very interesting. Um, So do you think Clay would have played a different game had he had stayed tonight? Or do you think he would have been wasted? I think so. I think so. I I think – I don't know. You know, I think, you know, it looked like to me, Mr. California, he was going to move on to Meg if Shelly went home. <laughs> it looked like Meg was going to be the next girl on his list. And I would have, I don't know if you saw it last, uh, Wednesday, but I would have paid $100 to have Shelly walk around that corner and see Meg and uh, Clay talking as close as they were because I bet she would have flipped out. Do you think Shelly's emotionally stable? Um. Well, um, I think I'm more mentally stable than she is, and I have autism. (laughs) Now, come on now. That doesn't mean that you're not mentally stable. (laughs) Don't be like that, man. You know better than that. (laughs) But that that did make me laugh. Um, (laughs) Now, (laughs) let me me ask you, who do you want to see win HOH tonight? Oh, I want Johnny Mack to win. Yeah, I I really agree. I think Johnny Mack is somebody I I really can't decide what side he's on. Do you have a do you have kind of have trouble figuring where Johnny Mack lines up at in the house? I think Johnny Mack just wants to do what he can do to get ahead. Yeah, I think he's kind of playing for himself too. I agree. I agree on that. Um, you know what? Go ahead. I kind of agree with you. I don't understand why they didn't show James H O H. Yeah. Like the household film, you know. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I really, you know, what I didn't even think about it until somebody, I think, on Facebook had brought it up, and I was like, well, I mean, why, why am I listening to Shelley's dog writer a letter, and I don't get to see James and his daughter, and I don't get to make that connection with him as a player. Yeah, I just was—I just thought it was weird, and Big Brother just kind of blew right past it, you know, like we're just too busy to do it. Well, you know, you can take five seconds out to show it. I mean, something, you know, but it's just—I thought it was really, really weird that James has got kind of skipped over. You know what? I think what James was saying about being in a prison for three years—he worked at a prison, right? Yes, he was—he's a prison. I believe he's a prison guard. Yeah, I think a lot of people are assuming that when he was saying that. He's been in, in, in tighter places with tougher people in prison than Clay. I don't think he meant actually – I know he's been arrested, but it wasn't – it was a misdemeanor. But I think he's talking about his time as a correction officer. Oh, I see. I see. I see. 
Yeah, I think it's his time as a correction officer. Uh, so, you know, I think people a lot of times want to find a reason to to make somebody turn look like a bad person. Uh, but I don't think I don't think he's a bad person. Um, let me ask you this. Go ahead. I wanted to okay, just to ask you a question, just to tell you something. Have you ever heard of the TV show The Mole? A show called The Mole? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? Yes, I did. Actually, I really liked that show. You know, apparently, okay, so I've seen, I've seen the, obviously, the U.S. versions, and I've seen the U.K. versions, and I've seen snippets of the Australian version. Mm-hmm. And on the uh, fifth season of the U.S. version, like, almost all the women were, like, the first people eliminated because they had the least amount of information about the mall. And, like, yeah. on the first season of the Australian version of the mall, it's like almost all the men were eliminated, eliminated right at the beginning because they had the least amount of information about the mall. And, you know what, I'm starting to think that when it comes to Big Brother and Survivor, when, depending on the cast, if the men or the women have the least amount of experience of survival skills, that goes to mm-hmm. show you, and social and social skills, that goes to show you which gender of people will make it further in the game that season. Yeah, yeah. And so, what's your evaluation of this season then? Well, you know, last season was mostly predominant by males, and right. and you know that I brought up the mole in Survivor, right? Because I was making a, you know, right. Yeah, a, yeah. Comparison. Uh, sure. Okay, so anyway, so anyway, I think that maybe this season a woman might win. It depends on if mm. if any of the men make a big impact, like say maybe John or James. It depends. Depends on if any of the women are seen as targets. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it's very very. You know, I I said at the beginning of the season. I think you did too that we really felt like this was a strong female season. It seemed like the females this year were very, very strong, were very, very uh, intuitive and very strategic, uh, you know, with the exception of Meg. I mean, you know, Devon came in with a strong attitude. Meg's a little bit clueless, but she could be a social player, a lot like like maybe like Jordan was. But, um, you know, Vanessa's very strong. I think Liz and Julia are strong together. I think Julia's stronger, but I think Julia kind of leads Liz in the right direction. And, you know, of course, Shelly's strong this year. Uh, you know, Audrey was strong. She just played a little too strong too early. And I think Becky's a, Becky can play. I think Becky can be a good player. Uh, and I think Becky could win another HOH very soon. Well, how about Devon? Well, how was Devon? <laughs> I mean, Devon, I mean, I, I just think Devon was too strong too early. I think her personality was too strong. But she was also somebody who was playing the game very early. I mean, she was looking at people lying. She was thinking of everybody who had a who was trying to play an angle against her. I mean, she was playing the game. I mean, we're not talking about Amber from last year and Nicole and, you know, Brittany. I mean, those were some weak, weak, weak females. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're talking about last season's very weak female cast. And probably, you know, I'll be honest with you, Mr. California, and I don't know if you're going to agree or not. I got to say, as far as new females go, 
I don't think we've seen a stronger cast than probably season 10 was probably the last strong new girl season with Keisha and, you know, uh, Michelle Costas and people like, and girls like that. I just think that we've had really, really weak females being put in this game, and I feel like this is a good season to follow up what you said. This is a good season with some good quality female players, in my opinion. Would you agree? Yeah, and but and you know what? To be honest, I think depending on how good, like say like on the Mole or on Survivor or Big Brother, um, I don't think the Amazing Race will count because sometimes teams can be mixed with like male and female teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think depending on how good they are strategically and socially, it just that depends on how good a man or a woman would do in the game of Survivor, the Mole, or Big Brother. But but I'll tell you something that's different about the Mole, Sam, compared mm-hmm. to Big Brother and Survivor, is in the Mole, you have to be aware of who the person is that's the Mole. You don't get eliminated by getting voted off or right. evicted. You know, it's all about you determine your fate in the game of the Mole. Wait, you know what? Just to take take it off topic for a second, do you have any idea why the mole was canceled? I guess it's because of viewership. But I I remember watching Celebrity Mole, and I thought it was a fantastic show. Well, you know what? It's canceled in the U.S., but it's available in Australia and in Norway, where it originated. Those they still do it out in those countries. No kidding! No kidding! It's a great show. I mean, I I really did like it when it was on. I don't think it lasted many seasons in the U.S., but. I really did enjoy it a lot. I thought it was a great was, show. Okay, it lasted five seasons, but seasons four and five were like celebrity. No, seasons three and four were celebrity editions. I got you. Yeah, because I remember Corbin Burnson playing one season. I don't remember what that what season that was, but I, I, I thought it was a great four. show. I, okay, yeah, I really liked I really liked the mole, and I get I get what you're saying and the correlation between the two and uh, how you have to be really intuitive to kind of figure out the game. But, you know, I feel like we're going to get something happen here, and I really would like to see, you know, who, let me ask you this. Whose side do you think Becky's really on? Do you think she's playing? Do you think she'll play with Shelly, or do you think she's going to do something different if she were to win HOH? Who the hell is Becky again? What's that? Sam? Sam? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I lost you for a second. Becky, what were you saying? Who the hell was, Be- who the hell was Becky again? <laughs> Becky was the one that was hit by the train. Oh, okay. Well, so who do I think she's on? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously you don't think she's on anyone's side because you, you don't remember her. But, yeah, you know, I'm just wondering if you think that she's going to actually try to play with Shelly or if she's going to do something on her own or if she's going to play with I James think- and them. Honestly, I think she'd be smarter to go with James because I think Shelly and, and even Vanessa are targets. Yeah. I mean, big targets. And how about how about Austin and uh, Liz and Julia sliding really under the radar? Are you surprised that they've kind of gotten out of being targets and now they're kind of just in the middle and nobody's really looking at them? I mean, it's pretty you know smooth. I don't just thought that Jason got evicted, and I still think that Austin should have left. And I think, even though I don't like Shelly, I think she made a good point that that Austin wanted James out of there, and James should yeah. have listened to Shelly. 
Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this before I let you go. Here's the main question. Who's a bigger floater in the house right now, Meg or Austin? Um, I'd say Meg. <laughs> you really <laughs> say Meg? I mean, uh, they're, yeah. they're, but you know, I guess, uh, like I've said before, Austin's 50% great game player, 50% awful game player. It just depends on what day you get him. And but, I guess at but, least he's doing uh, something. But he's not winning anything, that's for sure. I think when he thinks about Liz, he can't play the game because he's like, oh, I want to be with Liz. That's right. And I think he's willing to throw his complete game away for Liz. And, man, can you think of anyone that's going to be more depressed in September than Austin when he gets out and he realizes not only does he not have his girlfriend, but the girl he fell in love with doesn't like him? <laughs> oh, I want to be Caleb all over again. <laughs> that's right. It will be like Caleb all over again. <laughs> oh, man. All right, my friend. i got to move on because i got to be off soon, but I, I, that's a great way to go out. I appreciate it, Mr. California. I hope you liked your intro music, buddy. I did. Thank you so much. All right, we'll see you, we'll see you next week. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, that guy, he always cracks me up, and uh, he always calls with something good. So I always appreciate that. Now, uh, oh, let me get you guys caught up before I go to Miss uh, Chicago here because I don't want to interrupt her. Uh, and believe it or not, you know, we haven't, you know, we haven't even been talking about Becky much. I just looked on here. Becky's like in the lead. So we will have a winner tonight unless she takes the $5,000, which I don't really understand that. I don't understand. I guess there's three balls, but if you get one ball high enough to take the 5000 it seems like if you're far enough ahead, you could just take the other ball and do the have not and take the other one and do the HOH, but... I'm just a little confused about, unless, you know, you lose some liquid or I don't know. Hell, that's confusing me. But anyway, it's just odd that we've been, you know, we rarely talk about Becky on the show, and yet here we are looking at Becky having a pretty pretty big lead here. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting now. All right. You know I've got to go to my my, uh, my friend and my, my uh, big brother sister who comes on here, breaks it down for us every time. Uh, and everybody loves her. I want to see what she thought because I know she watched the show tonight. I want to see what she thought of of everything going on. Uh, so let's don't make it any further ado. Please welcome my friend, your friend, Miss Chicago. Miss Chicago. <laughs> How are you doing, my friend? Hey, Sam, big brother, brother. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. You know, it was, a, it was a big week. I got a little long-winded there, but it was a big uh, week for everything going on. So you tell me now. I'm a, I, you've been waiting long enough. You tell me, where do you, where do you think about this James HOH, and what do you think about the vote? Uh, and tell me where, what you think about if Becky wins. First of all, tell me. Tell me what you think about Shelly staying in the house. Are you happy or are you unhappy? Sam, you're freaking me out. It's too much at one time. Let me process this. Okay. I'm going to let you process it. Oh, you know how I am. Okay. I know. You just got to take your deep breath. Yes, I do. Okay, that's my thing. James, I feel I'm mad at him because I feel like he won at the HOA. He did a big move, and then he was just like, okay, I'm good. 
I'm like, yes. no, you're not. You still have jobs to do. You went to right. eight. You got. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly Absolutely. what you said was right. Okay, let me calm down. See, this is this is why I guess you get I'm excited show because I, because I feel this. I can't stand it. You have the power. Calm down. When you sit in the room, when you get the power, you put these two power players on blast, and then you sit there with a what, woman who's just sitting there shaking her head going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And oh, oh God, Meg. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Do you not feel Meg. me? Absolutely. So right 100%. there and there, you need to dismiss her. Why are you in here? Then he sat around and, oh, see, here I go. When you said the house is, it's the house is not divided. We know the strong players now because Shelly's still in there. She's strong. The twins are strong. You have Vanessa who's strong. So who, who's the house divided against? We I think the house, I, honestly, I think the house is divided against James, Jackie, and Meg. I just don't think James, Jackie, and Meg are smart enough to figure it out yet. Thank you. I really don't. I don't so think the they realize. Not divi- Let me calm down. So the house is not divided. Because this idiot took this power, he had the HOAC, he had the power. And like you said, he did not take one moment to stand with Johnny Mac and say, okay, dude, what do we do with this? Let's do something. Johnny Mac is sitting pretty. He's just saying, this is a joke to him. His voice is a joke. His laugh is a joke. His game is a joke to them. Because he's really powerful. He's not the person we think he is. He really is powerful. I think that I'm so annoyed right now because yes, the the the, uh, the house shifted, but for how long? One day? Okay, yes, players gone now. Do you think it's not like? I, oh Jesus Christ! Austin, if they don't see what this dude is doing, then he has the twins on his side. Are you kidding me? Like how? Mm-hmm. How is not? James not see this and say, okay, I need to put someone in on my side, preferably a male that says, okay, this is what's going to happen. Because, you know, he's got to target on him now. James is going to go out. He can't fight the head of household. So if, uh, what's his girl's name, Jackie, if she doesn't win, he's going to have to talk on his back. So, again, everything's going to shift back to what it was three weeks ago. The power is with the other side of the house. So that's what angers me. I'm like so aggravated. Oh my God, Sam! Something needs to happen. Can they not see that these people are playing smart? Johnny Mac is playing smart. Um, what's uh, you know? I was there photos of one person you can't remember their name. That's a photo. Can't remember her name, but she's playing smart because obviously she's still in the house. Becky? I guess it's yeah. The one that went to Shay and uh, to uh, Clay and them told him. Told them what uh, John, uh, what James was doing. Mm, he's gonna yeah. both up. So yep. how do you not see? How do you sit? I literally watched him in the room with with them. She's sitting there with her legs crossed, just going mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Okay, that's a problem for me. So how does James not see this? It's like almost he like put these power players on the block. They went up, and then he just gave up. He just kind of checked out. And you said it, when you said it the best, he didn't take his time when he was in power to bring people in with him and say, what do we do now going forward? He didn't do that. And that, to me, 
made me lose kudos points for him because I love James, but, you know, if you're not going to be a player, then I'm kind of mad. And then you got Meg. Mm-hmm. What, is, what, what is Meg doing? She's like a piece of tissue that you don't really need because you can wipe your ass and take a towel. Like, okay, tissue's gone. You can wipe tissue. But she's just, you know, going around the house, saying what. And then Austin, have you seen how he's, like, not been involved in anything lately? Him and the twins. They haven't been no conversations, nothing. I mean, they're just like, yes. Lando, literally, have you seen that? Even yeah, I mean, I think they're waiting they for, of, they were waiting for Shelly or whatever. You know, I think they're just waiting anyone for. Anyone else to make a move. Anyone else to kind of cause enough yep. problems and drama so that they can just there kind of slide go. through, which I think is smart right now. I mean, I think it's smart it on their is, part. You know what? I hate to say it, Sam. It is smart. I hate to say it, but it is smart. If you watch him tonight, if you watch Austin, he was just like kind of just walking around, lifting weights in the back backyard, and just like you know, I don't, didn't say nothing. Twins have well, said I mean, nothing. How much credit can you give Austin for slipping through for two weeks? I mean, at the end of the day, I, I mean, like, credit where credit's deserved. I mean, I you know, he was everybody's target. It, I have to. And I know. you know, and he slipped right. through. I know, and I can't stand it as a viewer. As a Big Brother fan, I can't stand it. But you know what? You're right. And I get credit with Curtis Dew. I think that uh, James missed a big opportunity to, like, bring people in. Yes. He felt like once he made that big move that no one else did, that he was like, okay, I'm golden. I'm good. Okay, dude, yeah, what's going to last until the HLH vote or someone else is going to win one next week? Like, what are you going to do now? Yeah, so, and yeah, I mean, we, kinda, we've seen that. We've seen that from him. I mean, there was that time where he was up as a pawn in the, on the on the on the block, and I think it was versus I can't remember who it was, but you know they told him he was a pawn. He was a pawn, but he, you know, secretly had he not it had the person I can't remember who he was on the block with, but had he not won it, that person would have gone home. Blah 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 blah. And I mean, he's playing the POB, going, you know what? I know I'm not going home. I'm not going to really try that hard. And it's like we've seen James do that, where he doesn't realize the value. Of winning exactly. a good competition right now. Exactly. I mean, it's really killing him. And it's killing me because you know what's going to happen now? Like you said, with um, I think with Johnny Mac, I think he's going to, well, if he wins, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting to see how he looks, what he really stands. Because right now I think he's just like sitting pretty, to be honest with you. He's never committed to anyone, to be honest. He's just, he's been on the block so many times as a pawn. How many times? So he's going to use that, you know, to his advantage. And I'm just like thinking, okay, you have this HOS, I mean, HOH, do something with it. But he didn't. He pretty much put up stay and play and one went home, and now he's like, okay, I'm good. No, you're not. You have the biggest problem in your back right now because you can't play the head of household. And it's going to be interesting how how it's going to really – because I don't think the house is divided like you think it is. I don't think it is. I think we have a lot of floaters that are going to come out the woodwork and see what really what their, you know, agenda is as far as playing a game. I think that I would love to see what um, Johnny Matt's going to do because he's been playing goofy and that weird voice and all that crap. I think it's a bunch of bull crap. I think he's smart. He's a dentist, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so I he's think he's smart a lot smarter than people give him credit. Oh, hell yeah, he is. Absolutely. Sorry to keep listening in, but hell yeah, he No, is. you're good. You're good. He's we're we're after the 10 o'clock. Yeah. Well, let me tell okay, you this. Good. 
because I'm gonna get I want to get your take because I have the HOH winner right here. You gonna gag me? The right winner now. of the HOH oh, yeah. is you, Becky. No, don't wait. Hold it's up. Becky. You, no, it's Becky. It's, but tell you know me, tell me right now, now. Who won it? Tell me, tell me where you think Becky stands, and tell me what you think Becky does from here. We know Becky's won this endurance HOH. What does she do from here? No, did she really just win it? She won it. Yeah, she won all three things. She won no have not, no have not. Uh, She won the five thousand dollars and she won HOH. So she won all three things. She won all three things. They said you could win all three things. Yep, she won all three because I think that she stood back and watched the the house divided. Like it was, and was playing smart. Now I'm scared because mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell she's gonna do. And this is gonna be interesting. And I hope all the Big Brother new fans are watching this because this is when it becomes interesting because you have to make a choice. You cannot Absolutely. stand on your own and win this game. So this is gonna be interesting. Probably even know who she is because she was such a floater. But apparently now well, she stepped up her game. Well, do you think now at this point it's possible? Because, you know, she oh. was running back and telling Shelly and Clay a lot of information exactly. that was going on in the house. Exactly. Do you think it's possible that Becky forms a maybe like a three-girl alliance, maybe four, but a three-girl alliance, which includes her, Vanessa, and Shelly? Yeah, I do. Yep. I mean, that's a really strong three, three-girl alliance. Yep. That's very that's strong. Exactly. If she's smart, that's what she would do. And see, that's what I say about floaters that we don't realize. They're not floaters. They're just tired assassins. And they go right. in when they need to and go for the kill. So this is a, for anyone who's listening that is not in tune with Big Brother. Wait a minute, wait a minute, day, wait, like, a minute wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to put the leash on you on that one. Are you going to tell me that Victoria <laughs> from Big Brother 15, or Big Brother oh, 16 was a God. silent assassin? Don't make me gag at those muscles right now. Absolutely not. Seriously. Really but I think, but Here's the thing. Here's the really thing, though. I mean, is Becky a floater? Oh, my God. Is, is Becky a floater? Because Becky has won an HOH. I mean, she has been in an HOH position before. I think that she's very competitive. I just think that she was waiting for the numbers to get down and hoping well, she could fly that's through. What you know what? And that's yeah. what I think is good gameplay. I think yes, that when you absolutely. lose power, you kind of, you don't give 100%. You give maybe 40 or 50%. But then you just kind of sit back and watch, like, what they've been doing. You don't ever, mm. oh, God, Victoria, are you kidding with the red lipstick and the, that? <laughs> really, Sam? <laughs> That's awful. You, know, That's so all, you, you said it's silent assassin. You know, I'm just following your lead. Dad is so in my face with Jordan <laughs> and Jeff. You know, I love them to death. Jeff, Noah. <laughs> well, okay. We'll say anyway. this. I don't think Becky. I don't think Becky's a floater. I think well, Becky I is a player. Okay. I think she's just been laying low, and I think I that that's going that. to Listen, be huge. Hear me out. I will give you that. I think the smart players that play dumb or just don't say nothing, which is probably a good yeah. thing to do. And then when you get the opportunity, you're in for the kill. And I okay, mm-hmm. I'll give you that, but don't ever compare to Victoria. Ugh. Ever. <laughs> What's she doing now? She put makeup on her face again now. Uh, she just takes pictures I mean, of herself and posts them everywhere. That's uh, what she does. I selfies. think that's just for living. Her selfies. Yeah, if you could pay her a dollar for every selfie, she'd be a millionaire. Um, 
But you know, hey, we've got Becky well, as a winner. I think I think that it gets a lot better from here. I think that this is I respect you know, that. like I was just, like I told Mr. California, but, I think we're in a position where we wanted somebody kind of in the middle. You know, I don't know if I would have been happy with Shelly winning. I don't know that I would have been happy with Vanessa winning or even Meg or somebody like that winning because I know where oh, they stand. I, I really would like to have. She's just there. Right. But, but you know, I, I would have liked to have seen say- somebody who's strong but doesn't have a true 100% alliance to anyone. I would have liked to have seen Johnny Mac, and I'll take Becky right now and just because said, I'm curious Sam, to see where she's going to go from here. Sam, that's what I said about you said the house is divided. No, it's not because on uh, Jane's side, no one's really committed to anyone. They just kind of sitting there listening and having conversations like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If someone's in my room saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or in the background going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm worried about that because they're not getting anything yeah. just to listen to you all. And I think it's kind of smart on their part to do that. I'm not saying I'm mad at that, but I don't see how James and, and Jackie and Meg is just like a cock ball to me. She's just like in layaway. You know, when you put food in layaway or clothes in layaway, you can't say it all, just put in layaway. That's Meg to me. She's gay. Who listens to her? But with that being said, you never know because they come out the woodwork when they, you know, when HOA. So it's going to be interesting. And you said this, you called this two weeks ago. You said it's going to be interesting. It's going to get better. And it did from last season. Thank God. You know, that's what was so yes. predictable. But this season is a whole hell of a lot better. And you called that. Well, you this, sure did. this season had to rescue last season. And, you know, we were joking and talking and chatting while the show was on. And, you know, they bring on. Um, <laughs> They bring on, uh, oh, what's her God. name, uh, the Hitman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I've got to listen to the Hitman talk about how this cast, you know, uh, <sighs> what, you know, are volunteering to go home and all this other stuff. Yeah, I have, uh, you know, listen, they had, what, like 16 people last year. I can guarantee you this, 14 of them volunteered to go home. <laughs> sure so I don't know what these two chaps are talking about, but they've got a lot of confidence to talk about how great their their Sam, alliance was. I can't even remember anything Cody did. I don't recall Sam, a moment where Cody did anything. How sad was that? It was, That's it awful. was so sad. Now, well, I will say this. I wrote down on my notes tonight when uh, James uh, made the comment about, uh, who did he talk about? I think Boogie. And he said that uh, the house is fair game. He said you can bounce checks in the house. Well, he put up yeah, yeah, you can bounce checks in the house. Yes. Yep. Sure can. I love that. Yes. Yep. Sir, you can. Because that's how you play the game. But he dropped the ball. I don't know. He finally, I, I guess he changed the game a little bit and shook it up. But he just kind of walked away. Like, you know, slammed the ball down like, yeah. Boom. I'm like, no, pick the ball up and carry it. And talk to the yeah, yeah, people, it, and yeah. So I, I agree with you. He knocked the ball on that. That was a great analogy. It, it, James James broke a ninety-nine yard touchdown run and dropped the ball on the one-yard line and celebrated. Exactly. I think he should have made his last. I think he, he should have used the yes. HOH to. He should have ran that ball all the way around that damn That's field right. of two times over and been like, "Who hit right. me?" <laughs> you know what and I'm he, saying? He and he could have made it. the deal. He could yep, have made the deal. He decided and not to do that, it. You know what? That's not hurt him. I guarantee you, it's not hurt him. I think Austin. Absolutely. Austin is going to get those twins on his side, of course. I think that 
Shelly, if she went to HOA's, oh, she's going to shake some. Can I, can I curse on my ear? She's going to shake yes. this shit up. Because oh, yeah. Absolutely. she knows. Oh, and she's got blood in her mouth now. She has blood in her mouth yeah. now. And I think they should have saved her to make the game more it, it interesting. Because, like you said, well, I hate to say with Jordan and, and, and uh, you know, my boy, that he lost yeah, because yeah. of Jordan. He did. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, but. It, it is what it is, and, you know, these guys get in the house, they start these showmances, and, you know, it's it, it'll keep you protected for a little while, but people wear thin on your on your showmance. People don't want to deal with it anymore, and it just really it, it's really hard to look at two people who are laying in bed that just cuddle all day long disgusting. and don't have a real true social game going with people where they exactly. don't make a connection. Because they and have so, to do their work for them. I, yeah. Yeah, and it hurts, and... But that's, again, I, I think I agree with you 100%, uh, like I said earlier, that James did not take advantage of the HOH the right way. And knowing that he wasn't going to be able to play this week, he should have looked at somebody who he, he felt. He could have talked to Becky. Yep. Becky probably yep. would have been for sale. And he didn't talk to her. He just kind of just talked to Meg because the entire time and Jackie. I think he got, I think he got caught in the, the, the whole mindset, oh, I put two yes. strong players Yeah, got complacent. Yeah, and absolutely. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's what he failed because you have to, this game goes on 24 hours a day, every single day, whether we see it or not. It's a game that's played every single day, every minute of the day. And I think he got caught up in the, oh, I shook the house up. And he just stepped out. I'm like, okay, what what, what you going to do now? Nothing. And like I said, you know, when I'm in a room talking to my alliance or whatever, and someone said they're just not saying nothing, contributing to nothing. That will worry me. They worry him. Yes. And what she do? Went out that room, went straight to Clay and uh, Shelly and told him, told them what he was saying about them. So I don't know what's on his mind. Like, I would think it was a strong player, but I didn't think it was a strong player. I really don't. I really don't. So I have to agree. We'll I, I don't think he's as strong as a lot of people are giving him credit to be. Um, and and you know, at the end of the day, it's going to bite him. Well, he's you really know, Clay wasn't either. You know, Clay wasn't either. And so, in my opinion, I still feel like we're seeing the weaker players go home. I think we're still – I mean, if you look at everybody who's gone home, you know, Devon, uh, with the exception oh. of maybe Jason being a good social player. But, you know, Clay, uh, you know, we're seeing the weaker of the group other than – I'd like to see – I wish – I would have probably traded – Jason for Megan, but at the end of the day, oh, we're seeing absolutely. almost all of the weaker players go home too. early. Yeah, I think all the weaker players have gone, and we're really going to be left with these guys who can win comps that are going to be after each other's throats. Which is going to be good for us. That's great <laughs> for us. What are you talking about? And that's what we've been waiting that's on. Why with Hench, anyone who's listening to us now has, is not into Big Brother, this is the best thing ever because it does get interesting because it's just boring when you just have a predictable season like we had in the I mean, two seasons. Look, when people, I was trying to tell people on Facebook and Twitter, you want to go, you, if you want Shelly to go home, it's going to be a boring season. They want to, people were talking about, oh, I wish Shelly and Vanessa would go. Let me tell you something, Shelly and Vanessa are about the only thing keeping the show going in the right direction. You better hope they stay for a little while to keep you entertained because you're going to be exactly. awful bored if they go home. And that's just the truth of now, the matter. As a viewer, you gotta you gotta want the people. You gotta love. 
you got to have the people you love to hate or the season's not worth it. Well, you have to know what you love about your brothers playing the game. What I don't yep. want, I don't like Vanessa because she's already, she already has money. Like, that makes me mad a little bit, but I want Jackie to uh, pick up her game some, you know, and do yeah. something bigger. I really do because well, she was the one from, uh, was she not the one from, uh, what was that show, Amazing Race? Amazing Race, yeah. 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 And I yeah. thought the first three weeks, all she was looking at herself in the mirror, play with her hair. So I'm thinking the last couple of weeks she's picked up her game, but I kind of want her to win a little bit of something and play the game. But, hey, well, get, as we say, you know, as we say, as the numbers get lower, as people oh, leave the house, mm-hmm. people's opportunities to win these HOHs and POVs get stronger. So it's very possible that whoever's left here in the next week or two, and, you know, we've already heard that we're going to have a jury member come back. I'm, I like how Julie always says, you know, when you go to a jury, you you may not be there for very long. We, you know, you may be back in the house. Oh, like, don't play games. We already know somebody's coming back. You know, when you when, even know, when you mention it, we already eviction. know. Next week, yep, and we'll be looking eviction. at a double eviction so, next week. That's correct. This is going to be crazy. And guess what? I'm going it's to LA gonna next Wednesday. I'll be in LA for like a week. All right. Oh my God! You're going to be you're going to be about four hours behind everybody. <laughs> But uh, it's always good to talk to you, Miss Chicago. I got to run. I got to start wrapping up the show for the end of the hour. I appreciate you so much, and have a safe trip, and I'll talk to you, I'm sure. All right. Bye. All right. right. We'll talk to you later. Hey, everybody's favorite, Miss Chicago. I mean, you just can't beat the way she breaks it down. She's truthful. She's honest. She tells you like it is. She's one of the greats. Her and Mr. California make this show work. Listen, folks. I've got the power rankings, and then I'm going to let you go for the night. But i got to go to commercial. They make me do it. I'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Big Brother After Show with Sam. If you want to get a last-minute call in, now's your time to do it, 917-889-7084. Be right back, folks. Big Brother began as a social experiment. It's genius. It became a summer phenomenon. There's always a twist. There's always a turn. Strangers living in a house cut off from the outside world. One could go crazy. 90 microphones record their every word. You never know who's listening. 76 cameras watch their every move 24-7. And that's just the beginning. Because this summer, there'll be twist after twist and twist. Expect the unexpected. TV 10 hosts, Big Brother. Season premiere, CBS Wednesday, June 25th. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke Summer sound effects on you? Yes. Cool. You okay with this? And this? And what about this? Ha! Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola, open happiness. We're back with Big Brother After Show with your host, Sam. 
Always glad to be here. You know, I almost, I'll tell you what saved me today. I, uh, I'm i sitting there watching Big Brother. You know, i got to take my notes. In fact, I take them on my phone as I'm watching just so I don't miss anything. Um, but anyway, uh, taking my notes, watching my show. I do have, um, uh, I guess it's DirecTV, um, and the storms come. And it starts raining like cats and dogs. And you know what happens? My show freezes up, and it doesn't come back, and I go into panic mode. I have to deliver a decent show to you folks. I don't. Ha- I got half notes. I mean, this is really right before the vote, okay? This is a commercial break before the vote. I'm freaking out. I'm flipping out. You know what saved my ass? The CBS Live feeds, the access, uh, CBS All Access. I have it on my Roku, on my TV. Save me. In case you guys don't know it, if you want to watch a show live, it will show you live what's going on. It just taps into your local area network and shows it through the Internet. It saved my rear tonight. So a uh, big shout-out to All Access. You know, $5 a month. I tell people it's really, really worth it if you're a Big Brother fan or you're a Big Brother fan of this season and you want to get into old seasons. That, that CBS All Access is fantastic. Not only do you get the live feeds, for $5 a month, not only do you get the live feeds, but you get any season and good quality of Big Brother that you want to watch or try. And we've already gone through, you know, the seasons that I think are the best for dramatics and the best for strategy. Hopefully some of you new people wrote that down. Some of you all sent me a message and asked me to, to give it to you again, and I do. But uh, you can go on there and watch any of them. You watch any of the Survivors, any of that stuff. So it's a really great app. Uh, you can use it on your computer. So if you're ever in that situation... You know, I know a lot of people worry about the storms coming through. That happens again to you, and really, you might be able to do it. I think you'll be able to do it maybe when preseason football starts. You know, a lot of times Big Brother is cut off and it doesn't start to one. God forbid they're going to do Thursday night uh, preseason football. Now, let me tell you, I love football. You know, it's probably up there maybe just above Big Brother. I know how some of you feel, but, you know, I love Big Brother, and it's probably right up there, probably above it, to be honest with you. So I like preseason football, but when my local team is on, you know, they get cut off. I believe that you would be able to still watch it on um, on the all-access um, part. So if you haven't gotten it, you might want to get it. It's really worth the $5. After the Big Brother season, cancel it. Big deal. Who cares? Nobody's going to sue you. Um, listen. One last thing that we do every Thursday is we talk about the power rankings, and I don't go through them all because it's a waste of time because we know Meg is last. <laughs> we know that Meg is last. Actually, she's not on this one. Uh, Becky and Julia, Meg are last. But anyway, they finally put Clay below. Uh, thank God. If you guys have been listening, you know how much I've been complaining about Clay being in the top three of the power rankings of players in the house this season. Drives me nuts. Anyway, I get this on Online Big Brother, if you want to go and look for yourself. Online Big Brother puts this out, and I love it because I get to kind of talk about where I think each player's at at the end of the Thursday show. And uh, like I said, I told you guys earlier they were going to put James number one, and they did. I don't look at these until I get on, the sh- get on here and start yapping. They put James number one. I understand that James put the plan together, and he put out Shelly, he put out Clay. But just like me and Miss Chicago were talking about, and like I said to you guys earlier in the show, I don't think James have really, really, really used, um, really, really used his HOH to his advantage. I really don't. 
I think it was kind of like, okay, I'm HOH, I'm going to put the two power couples up, and I'm going to have a snack. I'm going to have a Coke and a smile, and I'm going to relax. And I think that was exactly the wrong way he should have played it. I think he should have made his deals, used the HOH to his advantage, used it for his leverage, get what he needed to get done done, and protect himself for this week. And he didn't. Um, So I would not put James number one. I'll tell you who my number one would be. They've got him at number two. I'm going to give him credit for that. I would move Steve to number one, and I'm going to tell you why. Steve has really flown under the radar. I keep saying that his social game gets better and better and better. You know, he's starting to flirt around with the girls a little bit. They think he's cute and innocent. But I think this guy is sharp as a tack. I think when it comes down to, like, the mental competitions, when it gets down to a smaller number, you're going to start to see Steve dominate a lot of this. You know, how many are in this bucket? And uh, this picture in the house says this and all that stuff. I think Steve's going to dominate those. And those are the ones I think that are going to start kind of filtering in. The quizzes, the, you know, did so-and-so say this or did such-and-such say that? I think Steve's going to dominate those. I'm not going to say he's going to win them, but I think he's going to come really close, if not win them. Right now, Steve's sitting pretty. I mean, he's talking to Vanessa about, you know, we need to keep Shelly in the house. He was also the guy, if you remember, that told Vanessa that Austin was somebody they needed to keep around uh, because Austin was a vote for their side still. And Steve's working a lot of angles undercover. Um, very rarely do we get a lot of, like, feed spoilers and whatnot on Steve. Lately, we've been getting a lot of them. I think Steve is very proactive. I think Steve's getting the job done. I'm going to move Steve to number one. I'm going to move James down lower because I'm going to put at number three, I'm sorry, at number two, their number three, number two, for me, is going to be Vanessa. I know people roll their eyes. I know people are fed up with Vanessa. I know people are fed up with her changing her, shifting her mind. But this is a person who put up the current, or what was the current HOH's main, you know, partner. She put up Jason. She sent Jason home. And she did it in a frantic manner where nobody saw it coming, and it was completely, I think it was a surprise to her. Um, And yet, here she is surviving. And on top of that, as much as I give Vanessa a lot of credit, Vanessa is somebody who staged this whole clay go home thing and was able to keep Shelly somebody she was fighting with just a couple of days ago. And she saves the girl, realizing that Shelly is a bigger target and that Shelly will still work with her when Clay's gone. Clay will be out of the way. I told you guys, Vanessa and Shelly are going to get into it at some point. They did. But I thought it was going to be more about Shelly or Vanessa trying to get rid of Clay because Clay was going to be in her way with Shelly. I think Shelly and Vanessa won't trust each other again, but maybe a trust each other enough to get through the next couple of weeks. And I think if they tag team, they're going to be really, really super strong. I think they're safe with Becky being HOH. I really do. Something tells me that Becky's going to make a move on, on Shelly and she's going to make a move on Vanessa. I don't have any, any, anything but a gut feeling on this. I think that, uh, that Becky goes and talks to Vanessa and Shelly about maybe forming a really solid girls' alliance, which would be really, really, really cool. Um, and maybe kind of roll into the house. They're still going to bring drama. You know that. James is not going to go down without a fight, and Johnny Mac's not going to go down without a fight either. Um, so I actually moved Vanessa for, for this last week, before Becky became HOH, into, a, into um, my second spot. They've got her in the third spot. 
for some reason they've got Jackie in their fourth spot, and I wouldn't have put her there. Um, she's mad at being ticked off, or she's ticked off at being fooled by Vanessa. Jackie ain't that hard to fool. I wouldn't give Jackie that much credit. I think Jackie moves back down. I would actually put in my, I think we're in the, are we in the third position? I gave Vanessa second. I'm going to actually go with, and I know everybody's going to be like, what the hell? I'm going to go with Austin. I have said before that Austin, for some reason, is able to keep these twins riding with him, even though he's in love with them, and I think he's a fool, and, yes, it's going to cost him. That last week, he was able to stay up the block. He was able to talk to James, and he was able to realize that Clay was a better person going home over Shelly, and he was able to talk the twins into doing the same. I give, I give Austin a lot of credit this week for the things that he's done and staying below the radar. Uh, so Austin would actually take my number third position. And my number fourth position, I would actually give um, – Becky's unfair to say I wouldn't have given it to Becky, uh, you know, knowing that she's the HOH now. That's hindsight's 2020, so I wouldn't give it to her. But I do think that she has been smart and covering her ass on every angle. I mean, she's talking to Clay and Shelly. She's talking to whoever she needs to talk to. She is a rat, but Andy Heron was a rat, and I can give Andy Heron a ton of credit for his win, even though a lot of people disagree. Um, so I don't, I, don't, I don't discount Becky. I would probably put her in the middle this week. Um, but probably Johnny Mac. Uh, I'll give Johnny Mac that, that spot uh, of number four because I think Johnny Mac is a strong player. I think he's very strong socially, and he keeps sliding under the radar. Despite his POV wins and despite his ability to compete in competitions really, really well, if you remember when they were hanging on that wall, who was that other person next to Shelly and James? It was Johnny Mac. And when Johnny Mac heard he was safe, he dropped off. Johnny Mac probably could have gone the rest of the time and at least competed with James. I think Shelly was on her way down regardless. Um but I'm going to give Johnny Mac that spot because despite his powerful presence in competitions, he still seems to be like everybody's pal. Everybody loves him. He's doing well. Hey, you can't complain about that guy. He's really, really knocking it loose. Um, and I'm going to give my last spot. We always do five. Uh, they have Jackie at number one, two, three, four. They have Jackie at number – sorry, Shelly at number five. I'm going to let Shelly stay at number five, mainly because she survived this week. She was able to convince people, or we're really not convince people anything, but she's there. We know how strong she is. We know she's going to compete, and we know who's going to be the first to talk to Becky as soon as she gets the opportunity. It's going to be Shelly. Shelly's going to try to make that thing tie real tight with Becky and try to get herself into a better position, and I think she's going to be successful doing it. It's going to be an interesting week, guys. We don't know what Becky's going to do, who Becky's going to put up. We've got a double eviction coming up. Uh, we obviously are going to have a jury member return. Don't be surprised. Let's see. Jury starts now. We'll probably see a jury member return probably by the time they get four in that house, in the jury house. Uh, so probably do a double eviction this week, the next two weeks. Then you'll have somebody return. They can tell you maybe you'll get a chance to play again, and this might not be the end of your – but they're going to bring somebody back. They're not going to say that and not do it. They do it every daggum season. Why they can't do something a little different here and there is beyond me. Because we obviously are not getting twists every week. I don't know what happened to the CBS memo and email from that one, but obviously it's not happened. Uh, so I'm at a loss at this twist, twist every week situation. 
It sounded like garbage when it started. It sounded like they just abandoned it. I wish they'd have done that with the Battle of the Block as soon as they did the twist every week thing, but they didn't. Uh, so this is where we stand. My guess is I think Becky's going to make an alliance with Shelly. Uh, she seems to want to be in that group with her. Despite the fact Shelly kind of burned her, she seems to be really, really eager to be in the cool crowd with Shelly and maybe Vanessa. Uh, I would love to see her go on her own, and I would love to see her maybe put James and, and Shelly up together. That would be really killer. Uh, but I would also, also, also encourage and hope and keep my fingers crossed that she makes a deal in the HOH that saves her the next week because these guys have got to quit letting these HOHs fly by them. If you win it, make it worth every opportunity you get. If you're going to put a target on your back, then you better get somebody to protect it when you're not be able to play next week. So I hope she does that. It's going to be an interesting week. We've got a lot going on this double eviction Thursday night. Man, this show's going to be hopping. We're going to have a good time, guys. So do not miss it. It's going to be a blast. I want to thank you all for joining me. I want to thank Miss uh, Chicago and Mr. California, as always, for joining me, giving me great information, giving us great feedback. I want to thank all you guys who listen. We'll see you on Sunday night. Usually Sunday night shows are late. Uh, we like to do that just to kind of do a refresher of everything going on, kind of get some spoilers out there. And then, of course, Thursday night double eviction is going to be hot, hot, hot. Okay? And things going to be uh, – Thursday night show is going to be moving like a, a 747 on roller skates going to be that intense so do not miss it you're going to have a blast thanks folks we'll see you next week thanks for joining us my name's sam this is the big brother after show we'll see you sunday night watching, 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 watching.